Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you find that managing your response to emotions goes off the rails? You find it difficult to stay in control under pressure and therefore your behaviour doesn't give you the results that you want. Well, I know all too well what that means. And what I want to do this week is continue our conversation in Emotional Intelligence Awareness Month around emotional intelligence by looking at the second area in that four-quadrant model of self-management. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, emotional intelligence, master coach, trainer, and sustainable performance coach. And today I want to talk to you about managing the response to your emotions. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about emotional intelligence. We came out of the back of my 10 commandments for enjoying your life. And those commandments are all based around competencies in the area of emotional and social intelligence. Last week, we looked at the first area, which is self-awareness, the ability to know what's going on internally and get the information that you need and build a foundational set of skills to be able to then move into the competencies in the second quadrant of self-management. We understand that it's not about managing the emotion. It's about managing the response to the emotion and navigating it in a healthier way so that you have different results for you, for those around you, and for the greater good. Self-management gives you the ability to be able to navigate emotions, whether they're intense or not, so that you can then come out the other side with behavior and strategies so that you can get the results that you want. There are 10 competencies in this area, and these are the management skills that you need to be able to keep your emotions from controlling your life. As we said, emotions are needed. They're there. They're part of every single human being. We're not able to park them at the door and leave them there and then go in and be this unemotional person. We need to be able to have skills to experience them and navigate them in a healthy way. Self-management starts with behavioral self-control. It's about being able to, when that initial emotion, that physiological sensation is felt in the body, and we get that level of self-awareness around what it is. It's then being able to manage the thoughts and the internal dialogue that goes on so that the feeling then that we choose to feel is one that's empowering. You see, no emotion is positive or negative. However, the behaviour that comes out of the emotion can be. So what we want to do is have positive behaviour, empowering behaviour, behaviour that's going to move you towards what it is that you're wanting to do. In fact, who it is that you need to be so that you can get there. Behavioral self-control is about keeping disruptive emotions in check. And it's a process that you go through. And there are, as I said, 10 competencies 
However, this one is the foundation for all the others. You know, it's great being able to have personal agility and stress management and resilience, you know, and all the other competencies. However, being able to control your behavior in the moment as you experience the emotion will allow you to do those things in a more empowering way. So there's a five-step process that you need to go through. The first thing you need to do is name the emotion. So the awareness allows you to know which emotion you're experiencing. So you give it a name. The reason you give it a name is you then know which emotion it is that you are navigating. And therefore, you can use the strategy that you need to use for that emotion. The second thing to do is audit your thoughts. You see, it's from that initial physiological sensation, the emotion that you experience, that you then move to give that a meaning and to have certain internal dialogue going on based on your experiences and the beliefs that you have about yourself and the world that then determine where that goes. So we've named the emotion. We've said, what is the emotion that I'm experiencing right now? The next thing we want to do is ask ourselves, what am I thinking? And it's in that that we're doing two things. We're taking space and we're getting clear on whether any of our thinking can be challenged. If the thinking is disempowering, we can take it captive there. We can shift it. We can change it so that then the feeling that we move into is one that's empowering us rather than holding us back. We are able to interrupt that pattern of our conditioned mind that when this happens, we normally go there in one two hundred and fifty thousandths of a second in some cases. The third thing we do is decide the outcome. Okay, where do I want to go as I navigate this emotion? By asking the question, what do I want to happen here? Once again, we are working in the logical systems within our brain because we're using a what question rather than a why question, which is going to go down into the emotion and actually set an objective of where we need to go. And it's only then that we can move towards that. Left without that to our own devices, we can spiral and run around and end up anywhere as we navigate that emotion. The fourth thing, and this is really, really important, is to control the sabotage. Asking yourself the question, what could I do or say right now that will stop me from getting that outcome? And it's in those moments that we all do things to sabotage our results, whether that's based on our past experiences and it's just an automated response or whether it's a subconscious self-sabotage strategy that's going to stop us from having a result that we don't believe we deserve. So controlling that sabotage is what we want to do rather than control the emotion. And then number five is to choose a strategy. Choose the strategy for that emotion to get that outcome. That's the basis of all self-management and it starts with behavioral self-control. Well, that's it from me for another week. I really hope that as we finish Emotional Intelligence Awareness Month, that you've taken some things that you can work on. By the way, connect with me, whatever medium that you are listening or watching this on, drop me a comment or go to our website, grantherbert.com and join the conversation there. Ask me for some resources. If you'd like a worksheet which lists out all the competencies of social and emotional intelligence, 
so that you can then look at that and go, yeah, these are the things that I'm strong in and these are the things that I need to work on. And please connect, ask for that, and I'd love to get it to you. Next week, I'm going to start a conversation around leadership. We're going to look at the three facets of a leader. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.